Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Memory. I don't know what that line is. <laughs> God, that makes him such a douche. I need to go get a spoon, but I'll wait till the next episode. <laughs> God, is this all you're going to talk about now? Hello, and welcome to the Brotherhood of Batman. I am Ben, your sunshine into Gotham, and I just so happen to be the baby brother. Um, Jake, I'm the middle brother. I'm the one that came up with the crazy list of comics to read through each week, if that's what we were doing. However, it is not. And I'm Aaron. I'm the oldest out of us. I produce this mess. Thanks for tuning back into the Brotherhood of Batman. We're a podcast of three brothers who read Batman books, watch movies, TV shows, play games, and we are doing a movie review. And we have a couple of guests with us who have my children, boy one and boy two, or <laughs> if you'd like to introduce yourselves, gentlemen, you've been on before. It's been a while. Hello. Uh, I'm Toby. Hello. <laughs> Hello, I'm Connor. Well, Hello, welcome, Toby and gentlemen. Connor. Yeah, thanks for joining us again. When were you on here? You Do you were. guys remember what you came on for? Was it the animated movie with Bane? Mm. Was that the movie or was it an episode? Maybe. I don't remember. Did you come on for the Batman Turtles? No, we haven't done that one yet. No. no. Hmm. I don't know. I don't remember which one you guys were on. Wow. All right, we'll introduce you to our... while. Introduce yourselves to our three fans by saying who your favorite superhero is, and then we'll dive into the episode. I like the Ninja Turtles. Woo -woo. Good Do you choice, have a favorite choice. turtle? My favorite turtle is Michelangelo. Solid choice. We'll accept it. There's only four choices. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's necessarily correct. But. There's only it's four favorite. choices. It's favorite. <laughs> no, it's I don't know. Venus de Milo has something to say about that. Toby? Uh, can you edit this out, Dad? <laughs> I, I need a second. <laughs> Your dad will not be. Yeah, nice anytime to you, you ask edit. him to edit it out, he won't. Yeah, it ain't happening. Okay. I like Thor. I like Thor. 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 Do you like fat Thor or no. normal <laughs> Thor? That was really annoying when I first saw that in theaters. I like when Thor's hair. Thor's. I like his beard. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that Tom Hiddleston, the guy who plays Loki, was originally auditioning to be Thor, not Loki? Yeah. That would be a terrible. Thor choice. I, his audition tape wasn't horrible, but it's a lot different. I think the yeah. I mean, maybe if he buffed up a little bit, it worked out the way it needed to work yeah, out. Probably, probably. All right. Yeah. So, what are we doing today? Well, we are reviewing the Flash movie, which we got to see early, like sixteen days early. Yeah, it's like it still hasn't come out yet when we're recording this. So, we are um, going to put this out probably a day or so after the movie comes out. So, if you have not seen Flash yet, stop listening or yes. enjoy this and motivate it to yeah. motivate you to see be, it because we will not be holding back spoilers i don't think since uh, fair warning if you haven't watched the flash movie be ready for spoilers and very shortly but before we get to that what's been going on your uh, geeky little lives stop talking about comic books or what do you think you're doing you. 
nerd. Stop spending Get those words! Geek. Geek. I'm the Batman of geeks, bitch. I'll go first because everyone looked at me, but Jake. Um, so <laughs> I'm, I'm desperately trying to think of something. So I mentioned that uh, my husband Josh and I have gotten a movie pass where we got to see a bunch of movies yeah. for in one movie a day for a month for twenty dollars, which is awesome at Alamo Draft House. We just saw Into the Spider Verse or Across mm-hmm. the Spider Verse or whatever the new one is. Yeah. How Has was anyone that? seen it? How Not was yet. That? It was so good. That's and it's what I've heard. Was it better than the first one? I have only seen the first one once, so that's a hard question to answer. I was very satisfied. It's very fun. It is so beautiful. Like the the animation is honestly like next level. It's it's so aesthetically pleasing. The acting voices are good. Um, I'll probably bring it up a little bit later because there's a lot of overlap with the movie we're going to discuss here oh, today. Okay. I will say maybe it was better than The Flash, but for me personally, an emotional level, I didn't like it as much. So that's okay. what I'm going to say. Okay. You should definitely see it. If you only see... Ooh, that's a bold statement. If you only see one animated movie this summer in the theaters, see Spider-Man. Hmm. Okay. I the first one was really really good. Mm-hmm. And the art style in the first one was pretty incredible. So if it's similar or better than that, I I will be excited. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I didn't see it right away when it came out, and I watched it at home one night by myself, um, and then was disappointed that I didn't get to see the first one in theater. So you I definitely, I'm going to make sure I see the second. You one. need to see this one in theaters. Did we see that one in theaters, Dad? Maybe I, I think we remember. did, but I can't remember. But I'd, I'd like to go to the I, new I would, one. I want to yeah. see the new one, yeah. Yeah, I I went to summer camp. Oh, for your weekend geek? You oh. went to summer? Oh. What what camp did we? Would you guys just get done um, with? We just got done with photography camp. Ooh, that's cool. Nice. What so kind w- of pictures were you taking? Um, Like nature stuff-ish. Were you using film cameras or digital cameras? Um, We used our phones. Phones? <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's cool. Where was the camp at? Um, it was in uh, at one of the YMCA's yeah. in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice, yeah, fantastic. So yeah, you'll have yeah. to show us some of your pictures after the episode. Yeah, yeah they got to download some uh, different fo- uh, photography apps that have editing and touch up on photos. So they were showed them how to use some of the kind of the features on the phone for photos that you maybe don't use. And then we're able to go in and touch up and modify some of the pictures that they've taken to like highlight specific details or to change the focus. So That's did they awesome. sh- show you guys the fugly filter to help <laughs> fix pictures of your dad? Oh no, there's no. not a filter there's, strong yeah. enough for that. I'm sorry, Toby. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was about to say. Okay, did they, sorry. Did they tell you how to take the sure. shine off of his bald head after you take a picture. Mm. No? Nope. Okay. Fair. All right. No. Uh, I'll go next. I did a movie night last night with um, Noah and Sarah. We rented and made themed food and watched uh, the D&D movie. Oh. What'd None you think? of us had seen that yet. Uh, I probably enjoyed it the most. I really liked all of the... Um, I mean, it's definitely set in the Forgotten Realms, mm-hmm. on the Sword Coast. A lot of like in-world references and all that. And then... You know, just like 
being able to identify spells and mm-hmm. things that they're doing. I'm like, oh, that's Eldritch Blast. I know that one. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just kind of nerding out on that. Uh, story-wise, it was a little bit predictable, but it was fun. Like, I, I had fun while I was watching it. Do you have a favorite scene? <sighs> I really like. you've all the, seen it, right? Yeah, yeah. I really liked where the NPC is describing this d- elaborate bridge trap yes. in s- great detail, and then the uh, one of the characters just sets it off, and then it's just like, oh, well, screw this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of good tongue-in-cheek moments, maybe borderline a few too many, but... Um, no, I, I think Chris Pratt was a great choice for a really charismatic bard character, and I thought everybody they is had that in the, the Star movie. Trek Chris. Yes, I get them so confused. Oh. Yeah, and he plays just like over the top, <laughs> like <It's> valid <laughs> charismatic bard, and the bards are musicians, and mm. they're kind of the butt of a lot of jokes in D anD. d So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I liked uh, when they were trying to do the portal into the vault. And the the picture like fell over, and they were trying to scrape underneath. Yeah, the portal scene was really cool. Um, that's my favorite video game of all time. So like, <laughs> they're doing <laughs> portal. Portals. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We need they, to find the game. They've talked about that. It's on. Uh, it's on Xbox Game oh, yeah. Pass. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, we f- finished um watching a couple of shows. Kelly and I and Toby, I think, watched one. We finished Ted Lasso, the <gasps> series. <sighs> What'd you think? I-, I thought it was really good. It, they wrapped everything up. They have uh, they kind of you know, maybe sped the last season along a little yeah. bit. There are a few storylines that kind of didn't weren't super necessary, but they kind of tied everything up. It's, it's definitely worth a watch if you haven't seen it. I loved it. I thought it was a good, not to... No, you're fine. Your thing, but I, I, I thought it was a good ending. I do feel like it was a little sped up. I actually, I wanted to talk about like I really liked the gay storyline in it mm-hmm. because it was hinted at for the season. I'm like, what are they doing? Like, this is out of place. I don't know where they're going with this. And then the episode it actually happened. I was like, oh, this is not where I thought it was going. Oh yeah. And it was just like, I was a hot mess. <laughs> I, I thought it was, I, overall, I thought this season did a good job. Are you referring to the the player? Yes, when, when, when he when... gets outed and then someone is mad at him and it, it turns out he's not upset that he's that his teammate is gay. Right, he's right. upset that his teammate didn't trust him with that information. I just thought the whole thing was handled really well. And mm-hmm. the, the show does a good job of balancing emotions, I think. Right. No, so. I think it did. Yeah. I liked when they uh, t- tied strings to each other's balls. <laughs> <laughs> That's so painful, I'm guessing. <laughs> it was a, what he's referring to is there was a soccer practice where they were trying to practice a different kind of formation and they had to stick close to their teammate. So they had strings that were attached from to one, their weebies. one sack to another. And poor Jamie Tart. <laughs> it, was, yep. it was pretty funny. <laughs> it was it was pretty comical, pretty comical moment. And then, it's uh, a great show. If you yeah. haven't watched it, you should yeah. check it out. And Kelly and I finished Marvelous Miss Maisel, which uh, the it was good. The last season was they did they hadn't done any like flash forward scenes in any of the other seasons, and then they did them in the last one. So it felt kind of out of place a little bit. Some of the stuff was like, I don't think it was necessary. Some storylines weren't necessary, but it's definitely a show worth a watch if you if you get a chance to see it. Nice. About a female comedian in the 60s trying yeah. to get her start. 
Yeah, I watched the last episode. It was meh. Meh. (laughs) You only watched the last episode. Yeah, I only watched one. Yeah, Yeah, that'll (laughs) lead to a meh, I think. Did Toby say... Do you have anything in it? I started Spawn. Oh, oh boy. We don't need Spawn on this podcast. <laughs> Moving on. Just All kidding. right. So, <laughs> where, did you enjoy it? Where are you at? Where, what's uh, going on? So, I, let's I'm not talk very about my probably favorite comic book character. <laughs> I'm not very far. I kind of learned his backstory, but it, they made us read at camp, and I read like on the last day. So. Oh, very that's nice. awesome that they let you read comic books at camp. I appreciate that. They made us read comic books. Oh. They made you read, not necessarily comics. Yeah, not comics. Right, but it's cool that they let comics count. Right. When I was in sixth grade, um, we had a reading hour, and I was a spoiled little brat, and I was very good in my classes. So I brought comic books, and I said, can I read comic books during reading time? And the teacher was like, oh, I don't want this to like spread to be an issue, but he's like the best kid in the class. So yes, but don't tell anyone. <laughs> There's only quietly. one kid in class. Ah! First of all, when I was in, so, so that's cool that your Whose school chair is so squeaky. It. I'm squeaky. Let me be loud. <laughs> Jake, what? When I was in third grade, uh, you, we got the list of approved books for book reports and and reading and all that, and Mouse was on there. Oh yeah, in so, third grade. Yeah, third yeah that's too third, soon. I don't think so. I have had a copy of it since then and yeah it's pretty fantastic uh, but that was the first time i got to read a comic book for school nice he, he uh has it i, I think i started at it yeah i read that it. just recently for the first time it's heavy yeah it's yeah it's <laughs> yeah. not light it's not light at all yeah. he's not heavy he's my mouse no okay no, not exactly <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right should we talk about the movie we saw sure yeah now so, before we start, I did want to say that we saw it, like you guys said, we saw it about two weeks early, and they made an announcement at the beginning of the movie that right. it was not the final cut of the movie. And I've read spoilers about what they added because I felt like I deserved to know before everyone else because <laughs> I saw the movie before everyone else. All right, so, so we are going to mostly discuss, well, I mean, we really only have to discuss what we've seen and then what Ben has uh, spoiled uh, read. But yeah, so the version we saw, like it seemed like some of the CCG, CGC, Jesus Christ, CGI, thank you, was not finished yet. Boys, um, that's an example of something your dad will not edit out. Jake stumbling <laughs> over his words. Whose chair is that? Stop moving. It's me. <laughs> I'll just stand. <laughs> okay. Sit back down. <laughs> I'm not even moving that much. It's very loud. It's <laughs> very loud. <laughs> All right. So the Flash. Uh, so the Flash comes out June 16th, or just recently. I don't have any of the details on the uh, writers or directors. Jake, do you have that info? No, I didn't write any of that down. All right. So <laughs> it's by. I have no uh, notes. <laughs> yeah, I don't think any of us have any notes because we were told the phone's off, and it was like pretty much. A they made you turn them off. I would like to start this with a little bit of a round table going around just talking about like interest in the flash and what you kind of expected from the movie before you saw it. Can we do that? Sure. Yeah. Um, Connor, you want to get started? Or Toby, you want to get started? And we'll go around in a circle. Go ahead. Um, so when I, when I heard that we were going to watch it early, early, I was really excited and I thought it was going to be really good and I think it lived up to that. Nice. Was it Flashpoint, right? Was that the story they were going off More of? or less, yeah. Yeah, I, I like how they 
incorporated that. I like I like that. So nice. Yeah. Sweet. And Toby, I know you've watched at least some of the TV show, right? Yeah, I'm like on season three. So okay. Yeah. Cool. I he's one of my favorite DC like iconic characters, like the the mainstream. Like you got Batman, Superman, Flash, Wonder Woman. Like Flash is one of my faves. And I'd watch most of the show. I'd watch the TV show up through like part of season four. So going into this, I was really excited. But I'd heard all the controversy about Ezra Miller and all this. And I was like, we're just going to set that aside. We're going to see it regardless. And we'll deal with my feelings after. So that's where I'm at. Uh, I had little to no faith in the movie, nor a ton of interest in Flash growing up. That was always one of Ben's characters that I let him have his interest in. He's like, that's stupid. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Later during the New 52 and then Rebirth, when Flash became such a pivotal character for the recreation of DC and everything, he's just always been really important. And diving into... DC continuity a lot more over the last five years of this podcast. I have grown to appreciate Flash in a in a way that I did not expect, um, which actually led to even less excitement about the movie because during the Justice League movie, when we met Ezra Miller's Flash, I was like, oh, well, that's a lot more Wally West than Barry. And I didn't really feel a connection to that character in that movie. And so him hmm. getting his own movie, I was like, meh, whatever. Um, I was excited for all the Batman stuff that was going to show up during the trailers that they showed us. And that, w- that was about where I went into the movie with, and I came out completely different. So. Okay. Uh, I, I think some agree with all of you. Uh, I heard all the Ezra Miller controversy, and I, I honestly, if I didn't see the movie, I would have been fine. I hadn't planned on going. I don't know if I would have paid to see it. Uh, I didn't watch any of the trailers and stuff. I think some of what I'd heard and some of the the stuff around him, I was like, they haven't scrapped it. So either they've put so much money and time and investment into this and it's good and they're going to keep it because of that or they just don't have the balls to fire him. Or they're so worried was, that Michael Keaton's going to kill them. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, and so once I knew that the bat that Keaton was in it and Affleck was in it, and we had the Batman's, and they saw part of the trailer, I was like, "Well, if I go into this and think maybe I'm going to go see a Batman movie, it'll be all right." <laughs> so that's where I was entering the movie. Nice. So with five of us, I think it could be helpful if we kind of hit on like different topics, maybe, sure. and we all talk about them. So we all watched it. What was your like? guttural response like emotionally how did you feel about the movie did you leave being like wow did you leave being man like how did you feel emotionally watching the movie Aaron let's start with you I I think it was a fan service movie I think there were things in 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 it to uh, definitely call back to uh, Michael Keaton's Batman movies to some of the Justice League movies uh, the Flash origin stuff I think the emotional connection when I left, I, it was, I was like, okay, that was not what I had expected. Mm-hmm. And it was not what, maybe what I had anticipated happening. Connor, how did the movie make you feel? Um, I really, it, I saw like, uh, I didn't really watch any of the trailers, but, um, I, when I saw the like cover of it, I saw Batman and um and like and supergirl and i was really excited for the other characters as well 
Did you cry as much as Uncle Ben cried? No. Okay. <laughs> Wait, you cried? Nobody cried as much as Uncle Ben <laughs> cried. We'll get there. <laughs> he did not need to salt his popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> yummy, yummy. Tears of a clown. Um. Yeah, emotional response. Like, I thought they handled his emotional story very well. I totally agree with you, Aaron. It felt like a movie all of fan not all of fan service because all of the stuff that was fan servicey were supporting characters the main through the really only character who had character development was flash right and we followed him through an emotional journey that felt very complete and it felt very like it had a good crescendo and it it felt justified for the whole thing mm-hmm. um but at all of the fluff that was stacked on top of it was very fan servicing yep toby what are we talking about again emotions how did you feel emotions, oh, yeah. how did you feel leaving <laughs> i got you i got you so whenever i like get into something like whenever i start something i like to you know full force into it so when i heard we're going full speed force into it yeah What's the speed force, Ben? When I heard uh, we were going to go see this movie, I kind of went back and rewatched the show. And, like, it was during summer, so I had, like, uh, everything. You know? <laughs> I had time to catch up on the show, so I kind of went back and uh, when... You went back in time? Yeah. Yes. Hmm. Wow. Did you run really fast to do that? No. No. I just teleported. Teleported? Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm like that. <laughs> yeah. No, but... um. I went back from s- to season one and got to like season three within two weeks. So, <laughs> nice. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I wish we would. S- Never mind. I'll, we'll get into that later. Go ahead. I left being like, "Is this one of my favorite superhero movies?" It was a hundred percent a love letter to DC fans, and mm-hmm. I am a DC fan. Like, right. I want all of DC. Like, the reason I'm on this Batman podcast is because I like Batman because he's attached to all the DC people. Right. Like, it was for me, and the human moments in this movie, I was crying unashamedly like a big old baby. Poor Joshua <laughs> literally looked at me being like, squeezing my hand. Like, are you okay? I was ugly crying, <laughs> like sobbing, <laughs> sobbing during the emotional moments of this movie. So I am excited to buy a ticket and see it again. Okay. So you are saying uh, a love letter to the DC fans. So let's go around uh, with this question in mind. What did you guys feel, not connected to the movie universe, but maybe what you know about the comic book character pulling mm. comic story into it? And or other movies. Or other, I guess, yeah, the whole, like, pulling everything into this. Because this is not just Flash. It pulls a whole lot into it. Batman and Superman mm-hmm. and Supergirl and, yeah. I wish they brought Christian. When they were showing, the, like, the worlds colliding, I wish they had Christian Bale. Or, yeah. Yeah, it, Christian it, Bale's Nolan Batverse. Yeah. Yeah. I, that would have been cool. So. so what you're referencing, the people who have not seen the movie Sorry. yet. Uh, no, 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 no spoilers. Seen that. <laughs> <laughs> so the end, the uh, the events that Flash kicks off, uh, he goes back in time to try to prevent the death of his mother, um, Mommy. which in the comic books is what the Flashpoint storyline is, and it breaks the universe and sets it into the new 52 for uh, five years and all that. But 
in the movie, we see the universe collapsing b- because of the same event. And the, the veil is lifted via the speed force, and we see the actual different universes from all of DC's movie and mm-hmm. that have been released. Some of DC's some movies. Of, a lot of DC movies that have been released and then um, some that never got released. Actual worlds colliding into each other and disintegrating mm-hmm. and destroying each other. Very similar to Crisis of the Infinite Earths, which right. I know, Aaron, you struggled through. <laughs> Well, yeah, that was a that that book was a monstrosity of a book to get through with too many characters and too many too many words, especially in your first year of this podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think you know Toby's referencing that you had a lot of lot of uh, deep fake cameos and recreated uh, versions, like you have Christopher Reeve Superman that showed up. You have some yeah, that was cool. Superman and other characters that could have shown up if directors had their way and uh, movies were created in different times, like Nick Cage's Superman. All right, Um, so I have to tell a story. Uh, When we went to go see Guardians of the Galaxy... Three? No, the first one. Is that the when they go to see The Collector for the first time? Yes. Okay, so when they go to see The Collector, at the end, The Collector's collection gets destroyed, and the stinger at the end of the movie is Howard the Duck sitting there with Mm -hmm. a martini glass. I famously, during opening night, when my wife and I went to go see this movie with our other nerdy friends, in a quiet theater where you can hear a lot of people going, I was like, that's fucking Howard the Duck. (laughs) Like, out loud in the theater. Who else would it be, Jake? (laughs) So many people didn't know. Like, I was surprised. You had to educate them. I was very excited. And he that moment played the hell out of that. That moment almost happened again when I saw the long-haired Superman <laughs> fighting a spider. I'm like, that's fucking Nick Cage. <laughs> I said it in my head. I'm like, don't say it out loud. Don't say it out loud. <laughs> I'm happy you got that moment. I yeah. was really excited. So I the backstory, not. the story on that is that um they wanted him. Who who was Burton? Wanted Burton him. left Batman and was going to go to Superman, and okay. he wanted Nick Cage to be Superman. They had a script and everything. They actually were building the suit. He was going to be long hair. He was going to show up in the black suit. But then, like his eventual like evolution in the suit was going to be like lit and like glowing. They, you can find the test footage of him trying this on in a hotel room, and it like has all these LED lights like circling through it and everything. Wild. With wow. Tim Burton sitting there. And then there was a script that they wanted to do Superman Returns when Kevin Smith was going to write mm-hmm. the movie. And Kevin Smith stepped away because the studio insisted that he fight a giant mechanical spider at some point in the movie. And he's like, I'm not putting that in my movie. And they're like, no, you are. And like, no, I'm not. And so he left. So that's why that <laughs> happened in this so movie. So Nick Cage is fighting a spider. And it was very exciting. I, yeah. I recognized the actor from uh, National Treasures, but I did not. <laughs> I, I didn't. I, love it. I didn't see. Uh, I, I don't remember seeing Superman. I was like, who is that? Why is, why is he here? So Yeah. He was dressed as Superman. That's what I said, right? Yeah, yeah. He yeah. has his Superman moment. We see nice. quite a bit. Connor, did you have a cool moment from other universes or other movies that you recognize? Oh uh, yeah. So whenever the um other Barry Allen made his suit out of um out of Batman suit, it kind of reminded me of 
of in the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, the first one where um, Miles Morales um, made, took another suit and turned it into like his own suit. Nice. So it kind of re- made me rem- and, uh, remember that part. Nice callback. Yeah. Um, I was upset that you were sitting rows and rows away from <laughs> me, Jake, because I don't know if any of you know this, but our dear brother, uncle, person, Jacob, <laughs> back in the day before Daredevil, before oh, yeah. Daredevil was popular, ah. he took an old Batman figure. He painted him red. Cut the ears off. Uh, I'm getting there. Okay. He <laughs> shaved the ears off and made a dared and wrote DD on his chest. And it looked like Flash's like homemade <laughs> Batman costume. With literally the bat signal behind it, but instead of flash drawn on, it was a DD. And I was just sitting there, be like, "Is this fucking real right now?" <laughs> I was like, "Is this?" And I like looked down at you, and I couldn't see you because you were too far away. But I was like, "This is your damn Daredevil <laughs> action figure with the shaved off ears." So that's very funny. I Connor, had that Daredevil I think you Batman for a long time. Did you? Connor, you bought bought that pop figure, right? Of uh, Alan in the uh, Spider or in the uh, Flash Batman suit. Oh uh, yeah, it was. It's really cool. It's sitting on my desk right now. Oh, so nice. they have one of him in the makeshift suit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. That's cool. The, yeah. With the ears cut off. Oh, that's so good. That's cool. And you can you can see the bat emblem under the uh, the lightning bolt. Nice. So it's, All it's right, time cool. to talk about my pop. There was a scene from a very special scene from this movie that. I think we all liked. Uh, so, basically, Barry Allen, the Flash, has to save these babies <laughs> falling from... <laughs> babies! Because <laughs> this building's crumbling down, and, and these babies are flying out the window, and he's just <laughs> jumping around, grabbing them, and it's, it's But he fantastic. doesn't jump around at first, because he hasn't done what? <laughs> he, he hadn't had the food. Yeah, he, he doesn't have any energy. His speed force is low. So he, so he has punches to... he punches a vending machine and eats all the food... <laughs> And then, and then saves these babies, and that scene was really. You have a pop figure of babies. Do you, is the baby in the microwave? They're falling. Yeah, no, the, they're falling. Yeah, I think I sent it to. Yeah, you that two. that pop figure is awesome. After you sent us that picture, Toby, I saw it in store. I was like, it's like Josh, Toby has babies. this. Can I also have this? Yeah, it's just giant. It was it's awesome. a giant pop. It's like it's a diorama. Like huge. It's a diorama. <laughs> Of these babies falling and Flash like running around, basically. That scene for me as a Flash fan made me so happy because they've done a good job in like the Justice League movie of showing what his powers can do. But that scene for me really showed how fast he is. Right. He. I mean, it he basically time was so was so stopped or so slowed <laughs> down. He was able to to run, eat, and like position things so that the baby's yeah. falling when it get impaled or killed. It was a good first 10 minutes of the movie because it really set up how powerful he is. And also like his weakness of like, he has to have fuel to do it. Like it's not endless. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was a beautifully done scene to really move the movie forward. And that was when I was like, okay, I'm sold. I'm hundred percent here in the theater. Don't forget that um, he first had to eat a Hot Pocket out of the microwave (laughs) to put the baby in the microwave. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) So uh, I liked that scene a lot, but the CGI was not complete. The baby's faces looked really weird. Yeah. It it was it was funny and good, but I think once they go back and finish it, 
and I rewatch it, it'll be a lot better. It amazes me how close to release a movie gets before it's actually done, 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 right? Like, knowing that there was the CG that they had to finalize and finish, and then they have to ship this movie across the country and across the world and get it in the theaters on opening day. Like, that's wild, right? It just crazy that they're working up to the wire like that all the so time. yeah i mean when you when you see some this is probably i can't think of another movie that maybe i saw before it came out i don't know if i've seen anything released like that where it was like you know so far in advance that we're haven't seen the cut because they came on there were no credits there were no trailers it right. was the director no and the writers scene. yeah just came on so this is an unfinished movie hope you enjoy blah 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 come see it when it's out in theater throw your phone in the trash can because we don't want to see it no they right. had they had guard <laughs> not armed guards but they had guys in suits from the studio standing in the back of the theater right. the entire time watching watching for phones, for phones. Yeah. yeah so before the movie started, they had like this wall or this picture on the theater, and I, I saw on Uncle Josh's story uh, that, and I yeah, that was that was cool. Oh, the like preview. Yeah. Like yeah, all that was on the screen was just a preview for the movie. It was very cool. Yeah, and then we all got posters, which was yeah cool. Yeah, so. it was a really neat event. I've I had tickets when I was probably about Toby's age to one of the um, Star Wars prequels to go and do the same thing. It was mm. like two weeks before the movie came out. Uh, your grandpa, our dad, took me to see it because I don't know where anybody else was that they couldn't go. Maybe you were at camp or something. I don't know where the heck you were. You were away at school, um, and <clears throat> grandpa took me to see it, and they let so much of the press in that there weren't seats at the end, and I was like five people away from getting inside. Oh, wow. And they cut the line. It was just you and dad? Yes. That's cool. I don't remember But we that. didn't get in to see it. So. Oh, you were cut off. You were five. I, yeah, I was five people oh, away from getting in. Oh, that's less and, cool. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was pretty upset. Like, it may be the oldest I remember crying <laughs> as, like, a kid. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I I don't remember that. What Do you remember which one it was? I, I'm fairly certain it was a prequel, but it could have been one of the re-releases, too. Uh, okay. It was during that, like, my height of Star Wars I think I was part of one of the fan clubs and had gotten like a ticket from one of the fan clubs or turned in UPCs or something like that because I definitely did that crap back then. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Before the movie started, I looked behind us and I saw like a glass box that that was the projector and I saw the um, screen upside down Uh down and it was really cool. Yeah, that uh, is it is crazy. You know, the the stuff isn't even on Facebook film anymore i don't think like the way they do movies no, they don't, I don't send it to a can or anything like that and no like i don't think it's on reels anymore since it's all digital and going back to the star wars thing star wars is a lot better than dc okay well hey um, toby um you my door is right there <laughs> 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 all right let's geek out let's talk about what we liked so i really want to talk about supergirl first of all so the moment well there was a lot of moments a moment that had me be like ah where I squeezed my dear husband's hand was when they released Supergirl from this Russian hole and she gets outside and you see her hand just reach over this ledge and the sun is basking on it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, bitch, get your vitamin D. Well, and it like this... plumps up and like, yes. it's, yeah, yeah, you can see her just kind of like regenerate. It's yeah, like, she, right. she was like super skinny and then, yeah. 
And I was she got buff because I was the get, sun rejuvenates them. So I obviously knew that it was Supergirl because I've watched the trailers and seen the posters and everything. And she and this world that Barry accidentally recreate or he jumps into, there isn't a Kal-El. And it was Kara L who landed instead. And she has a very different agenda because she was not able to take care of young Clark like she was sent there to do. Mm-hmm. But when they were going and it's in she's in Russia. She's being held in Russia. Right. I'm like, oh my God, they're gonna do like a part of the Red Sun storyline. Yeah, I'm sure like did. I'm like, oh crap. And so the Red Sun is the idea that Clark Kent lands on Earth. 12 hours later and instead of landing in the central america in, in kansas, in kansas yeah. he lands in russia and is raised by soviet russians <laughs> for it to be an, a weapon so i was like oh my god that's what they're gonna do with supergirl i had no idea i didn't see that coming at all but then it felt very much like the um the young justice cartoon with is it connor that they keep in yeah. the, the cell mm-hmm. just like that where he's uh, he's not. Yeah, able we're putting to reach you in a cell. Potential. Don't worry. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's a, it's, it's a cage, kind of like the Sugar Bears. It's not bad. That was a cool scene. Very cool. Yeah. Well, her whole thing. So, like, the whole idea of that version of Supergirl is that she was sent here to protect Kal-el, and we get to see a world. We get to see a version where she doesn't get to protect him because the baby died or whatever. And she just goes ape shit. And I loved that. Right. And what ends up happening is we have the Zod storyline from the first Superman movie. Yes. With Zod coming, wanting her, (laughs) wanting to extract her DNA and, and things to take over and and do all of his Zod like things That that he did in, but I I liked the Zod aspect in this when it came when I heard that was coming or when that was going I was like oh are they going to revisit that but they revisited it but they told it in in a different way where I feel like had we had this movie before the Justice League it would have been a better fit for getting the backstory that yeah this is why nobody else was coming to help Superman because Flash was a little kid he was still developing his powers he wasn't. He didn't have a suit yet. He was still trying to to do his thing. Yeah, and Cyborg so, wasn't a superhero yet. Right, like so we didn't Sean have all of that. So I think that I liked how they kind of tied that part together. I, I, so they showed a scene of him saving a, a little kid, right? And uh, his makeshift suit was really cool. Like his, his first one. <laughs> yeah, with the, very spider man Yeah, yeah the like pajamas helmet. and yeah. stuff, yep. Yeah, so um, in the in that scene that he can only sa- he could o- have only saved the kid, but then later in the movie when Zod is attacking again, again um you can see the um the dad taking the child and they both escape and they both survive. Right, he changed it enough that they both ended up getting away. That's that's a great catch. And the whole time travel, the whole screwing with everything messes so much of it up. I thought it was great to end cap the Snyderverse. Like, we went back to Man of Steel and that storyline. And when I'm watching it and the whole, like, so they try to stop and Zod ends up defeating the heroes and and winning. Mm. And they're like, crap, we got to go back and change it again. And we got to change it again and change it again. And like, so when they first deal with Zod and they go back once, I'm like, okay, well, that's pretty much 
predictable and a little cliche. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, they're going to turn turn back time just like in uh, Avengers and they're going to be able to fix everything and it's going to be fine. And then I realized, like, well, Zod wasn't really the antagonist of this movie nope. Nope. the whole time. He was just kind of a MacGuffin. And mm-hmm. the development of the actual antagonist of the movie, I thought, was really, really well done. I did I, I consider myself able to predict movies very well, and I didn't see it coming. What I loved about it was, if you look at all of the characters of the movie, and if you look at who the villain, quote-unquote, is, or whatever, you might be like, this is more of like a DC movie than a Flash movie. But to me, it is quintessential flash because on the emotional scale it deals with the human Barry Allen elements but then from the problem like the conflict is such a flash issue where it's him causing his own problems by going back in Mm -hmm. time and so you could throw a hundred other superheroes into this and it's a flash story because it's all about time travel and how he's making dumb decisions by time traveling so I thought it was perfect in that element of we don't need a flash villain we are getting a flash story yeah absolutely yeah and i mean to give it away it's like the barry allen that he runs into when he goes back and he tries to reset things with his mom and he's sort of successful but then he's pushed out of the time tunnel or whatever it is the time speed coliseum it was whatever he gets pushed out and he's in this reality and he ends up like encountering his 16 year old self uh which i thought that scene was pretty funny when he's like encountering himself and and this his young self in that in that world or in that timeline or whatever hasn't gotten his powers yet so he has to ensure that he gets his powers so that he can become flash in that time Yes, and we get the flashpoint scene of Batman, a different Batman than we've been used to in the Snyderverse, having to electrocute him and recreate the mm-hmm. accident, which I love that idea. That I mean, now, if you can actually figure out how to do that, why don't you just make a whole bunch of flashes? But yeah. Well, didn't it take his powers away, right? It, it took the original, but then he... Yes, but when Batman goes back and starts electrocuting him in this scene, yeah, that's... Well, Kara did it. She took him right into the lightning. Yeah, that was different than it than it happens. In yeah. The, yeah. So should we talk about Batman? He was in this. This is a Batman podcast. Yes, Michael Keaton. Uh, they show up at the Wayne Manor. They to in in the other timeline. In the other timeline, when it's Barry and Young Barry, and they show up to try to. Talk to Bruce Wayne, which flashes. Ben Affleck, who we've seen mm-hmm. at the beginning of the movie. And they go in the house, and they go through uh, the hall of like statues and the, the dining hall. Yeah, yeah. And it totally scenes from the original Keaton Batman movie into the kitchen, which was the same sets, the same scene. So that was really fun to watch. And you've got this, like, I don't know the dude from the Lebowski Batman Bruce Wayne hanging around and he you know they they fight each other for a little bit until he figures out that I'm Bruce Wayne I'm not really Batman's not needed in this life anymore yeah Gotham's one of the safest cities in the country is what he says and you could tell from that Bruce that he's all given up because his purpose in life to be Batman was fulfilled he didn't need to do it anymore um 
So they eventually convince him to to join forces and to help, and we get the Batcave again. We get the the Batmobile. I was thinking when we were watching this of our listing of all the gadgets, and we have the batter, the Batwing comes down, and we all kind of rank the Batwing pretty low on our Bat gadgets. And I was like, oh well, they got the Batwing, and it's pretty damn important in this movie. This is a different (laughs) Batwing though, because it was destroyed in Batman '89. This is a new one where the cockpit's like a fucking gyroscope thing where like it turns and yeah that was pretty awesome that was like cool. that is really yeah. neat like i thought that was really cool sorry for question guys how do Get you excited about batman <laughs> i've been cursing this whole time how do you guys you. feel having not grown up with batman 89 like did you like that movie well, did you watch it with your dad yeah he made us watch it so it, it was <laughs> made you. like recently right before seeing no, this. no so okay, it, okay. It, it, it has been a while and uh he was like Picking up on details like the the laughing bag or whatever, yeah, and that I did not pick up on. So I, I'll have to go back and rewatch it. But that's right. My I, own wife didn't pick up on it even after I explained it to her. Which we've watched that movie multiple times together. She's like, I, I don't remember that. I, I have I have to go back and rewatch it. I think some stuff would make more sense, but it might if you were to watch it again. Sometime. Right, but I didn't feel that connection you guys might have felt to that Batman. The if that makes sense. Sure. Mm-hmm. So. So I grew up with that Batman. I loved that Batman. But to me, that was so minor in this movie and that is how much I enjoyed this movie. That that wasn't <laughs> wow. even that wasn't even like the top 5 things I cared about this movie with the Batman reference. They were cute, but they weren't necessary. And I think that actually helps it because you don't need to have caught them. You didn't need to or oh, you, those little references. Those little references yeah, yeah, and yeah. little moments. Like, obviously, Batman is necessary for the movie, but, like, you didn't need to have the nostalgia. You didn't need to grow up loving that movie to enjoy this one. And I think that only adds to it because it's mm-hmm. just an added layer if you did love it. Yeah, I agree with you, but that Batmobile was freaking awesome. Oh, yeah, you're absolutely 1,000% now my favorite nephew. Because <laughs> that is the best Batmobile there ever has been or ever will be. So It, it was under a giant like tarp. tarp and yeah. you could s- what happened? And the lights just went out. It's because Josh showed up. It's oh. Batman. It's Batman. Uh, so they pull it off and like you could just see and it hasn't it didn't change it was it was delightful to see that show up and and young flash is just zipping around the whole bat cave like checking things out and he almost fell off the <laughs> the bridge area or whatever <laughs> we get a whole armory of comic accurate bat suits that we will probably not see on screen again even mm-hmm. Affleck's suit in the beginning of the movie is blue and gray which uh, is pretty surprising to see them take the what a lot of people are considering the darkest of the Batmans and putting him in one of the lightest of the costumes. And then Keaton's Batman has a bunch of other suits in his, his armory. He's got the scuba suit and a fire suit. And, and Keaton says all the lines about, you want to get nuts? Let's get yeah. nuts. He says all the things we want him yeah, to and, say. And that's where we talked at the beginning of this episode about fan service. And I think that was fun. Uh, the... Affleck Batman, what surprised me was how how much and how visible Batman was during the day in the beginning of the movie. Which I it, we don't get that. that very much in the Batman story because he's the Dark Knight and he's but in shadows. That's because it's a Flash movie, so we get to see <laughs> Batman in the day. I was living. I was literally like, this is daytime Batman. We ain't never got this before. Right. It was yeah. No, I like that a lot. Well, when- and we get a surprise cameo from Wonder Woman. 
I was if you're gonna put Keaton, you're gonna put Affleck, you're gonna put Wonder Woman, you're gonna put all these. You know, we didn't have Cavill, Superman. We which, had a CGI face of him, didn't we? For yeah, a we second. did. Did we? Yeah, very briefly. Yeah. Okay. Did. In one of the flashbacks with Zod or whatever, there we was had, something. I thought it was during the world colliding, but I don't know. It was quick. Okay. They they do reference Aquaman, uh, because they don't know how to find him, and they reference Cyborg, but. I was surprised we didn't get more of the Snyderverse cameos. Hmm. So when uh, Wonder Woman had the lasso of truth, oh, and he called, so what, what did he say? I forget. He, he she's trying to save somebody, a bank robber. So that. she's saving a bank robber and saving Batman, and she lassos them to bring them up. And, and she goes, my ego, he goes, my ego's too big to say uh, you're, thank you or something. Like yeah, that. It was very similar to that. And he's trying to get this, the lasso off of him when it, it, it was pretty, pretty comical moment. Yeah, he's just saying all of Batman's worst traits <laughs> out loud. Which are all true because Batman is the worst. Anyways. <laughs> You're on a Batman podcast, so... I host a Batman He's podcast. He's on Batman <laughs> to talk about Flash. <laughs> <laughs> and Flash's nephew, Impulse. So. All right. Other big things from this movie we want to talk about. I like the dark Flash. Yeah. That was cool how you saw him build up. I, I'm not too familiar with that character. I know he's been in the comics. But watching him kind of build through all of the attempts of traveling back in time was really neat. Yeah, that was cool. So would you not call that the reverse Flash? No, no. Reverse Flash is, uh, what is it, Earbathon or something like that? Yeah, it's a different character. Thrawn. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a different version of Barry, which this was. Right. But, yeah, I... I think they so set it up. So when you read all the reviews and they call it Reverse Flash, you're gonna get angry because I saw that in one review. Already. Well, that's a completely different character. So right. how dare they? <laughs> yeah. And he has a yellow suit. Reverse Flash, not Dark Flash. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think they definitely set it up for a Reverse Flash or a sequel. But so at the end of the movie, Flash's dad is released from jail. He thinks he has righted the universe as it is, and he's talking to Bruce Wayne, and we see one of Bruce's amazing vehicles pull up and out steps we don't know who. So and he goes, who are you? You know, he says, no, he says like, who the F are you? The yeah. And I read that in the actual release, you see who it is. Oh, really? Who and I it? don't know if it's correct. Do you want me to say? Yes. yes. You, I've heard a rumor as well. Who do you Let's think? The rumor is that it's George Clooney. That's what I've heard. Which is hilarious. <laughs> oh, that, that would be hilarious if it was George Clooney. That. Because that is Batman from Batman and Robin, the greatest Batman movie of all time. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going down that rabbit hole tonight. Yeah, yeah Connor, <laughs> take us somewhere other than that rabbit hole, please, Connor. Oh yeah, I it was I think it was really cool that they had like one of the first flash in the um world can destructing um scenes. Yeah. I think Golden it was Age the, Flash was yeah. there, yeah. He's in the TV show by the way. Yes. Yes, with his uh winged helmet and all that. Yeah. I wish mm-hmm. they had a Lego Batman. That would have been cool to see. 
I was surprised that you he wasn't watch there. watch Spider-Man. So the when Flash eats in this movie, it reminds me of teenagers. Did you uh, get that? Uh, how he just like devours and inhales everything. Wow. I liked yeah. how when he met his teenage version, he realized how annoying he was. <laughs> and he matured quite a bit by looking Having back to mentor on himself. himself. Yeah. Yes. I thought that was like because he is the annoying member of the JLA, at least in the the movie universe that they've mm-hmm. had Ezra Miller, and for him to have to mature via himself, I thought was really funny. And his yep. younger version is very annoying. <laughs> I very. don't know all of the details about the Ezra Miller real life drama, and I am not justifying anything. From an acting perspective, he slayed this movie. I was very invested in everything he was doing on screen. And that is why sometimes you have to separate the art from the artist. Agreed with you. And I thought he did a great job. Both characters or all the different characters he was. And you couldn't refilm. He was the two main characters of the movie. When I left, I think the first thing I said to you guys as well, I can see why they didn't scrap this because of him. Right. Yeah. So uh, they wouldn't have been there would have been nothing left. Yeah. I went in not knowing, well, I still don't, but I don't know any of the controversies, so I don't know. Did that really change your opinion? Do you think you would have liked it better, liked it worse, not knowing that? Huh. It didn't change my opinion. I went in hesitant because of it, and I left being like, meh, it was a good movie. <laughs> What'd you say, meh, if it's a good movie? But like, meh towards the controversy. Oh. Like, I... And I didn't pay for the movie, so I didn't support him. But like, you know, it, it it's a whole rabbit hole of of real life versus art. But I think he did a very good job, and I think the movie as a whole benefited from his two performances. Yeah, I have absolutely no idea what the controversies are either. Yeah, and I I knew of them and they didn't really reflect on how I felt about the character because I didn't really like the character until this movie. I thought the character was really well done for this movie. And again, like I think there's room for them to do a different Flash or another Flash or continue with this Flash because we've we've seen how successful multiple iterations of the same character can be even when they're done close together. So. I think I went, I said at the beginning, I kind of knew and had sort of tainted my view. I tried to separate that as I was watching. And I think I got, I got absorbed into the movie more and didn't focus on that as much until I came out. I didn't focus on it at all. Cause yeah, I didn't that's know anything. Good. <laughs> that's good. All right. Good. So recommendations, reviews, but let me ask you something. What do you think of this? Say it's all right. That was terrible! Horrendous! I'm offended! I'm appalled! That was awesome! Yes! Yes! No! Go see it in 3D. I think uh, I am going to pay for a ticket to see it in 3D because I think the special effects when finished especially the speed force and the running and all that is going to look really hot on <laughs> I and I think some of the scenes maybe that we thought were not as done as well like the baby scene with the animation Which maybe tailored for the 3D so they may be thinking cuz that scene alone would be pretty crazy to watch in 3D yeah mm-hmm. Uh, I I did I really enjoyed it I thought it was it was much better than I had was expected um, I thought the Batman scenes were great. I really enjoyed the fan service. It 
I left being like, oh, this was actually a hell of a lot better than I thought it was. So if we we're going to give it like a score. Out of 10. Being an, out of 10, an unfinished movie, uh, I'd give it probably a solid 8. Yeah, it may be the best of the Snyderverse movies. Yeah. Go ahead, Uncle Jake. No, that, that's my review. Well, <laughs> you have to give it a number. Oh, a uh, number out of 10. Boy, yeah, I'd go. I think 8 is right. Right on the mark, yeah. Uncle Ben. So the grocery store scene at the end of the movie where he goes back <laughs> and has to kill his mother in order to save the entire universe and timelines. I don't remember crying that hard at any movie in a very long time. I was weeping. <laughs> like, literally ugly sobbing audibly in the theater josh was squeezing my hand be like babe do we need to leave like it was so good and so earned um 10 out of 10 one of my favorite superhero movies of all time so i have a question for you guys do you think do you think it was reverse flash who killed his mom or do you think it was just some random bad guy that broke in because normally it's reverse flash but I, I don't think know. it has to be reverse flash. I would think they're gonna have to stick to that storyline. I don't right? think it matters. I don't I think it I does. don't need to see a sequel. Like I'm satisfied with what I got. But that's I, just me. I like reverse flash a lot. Like I, I would be very happy to see him in the big screen or whatever. If it continues, I'm totally with you. If it doesn't continue, I'm satisfied. Yep. I agree. Toby, what's your uh, review? Uh I thought it was really good. Um again, not knowing the controversies, I, I would Mark it up pretty high. <laughs> uh, I so would out of 10? Probably a, an 8.5 to 9. Okay. Uh, Connor? Oh, uh, yeah. I, I w- really like it. I would recommend it. Um, uh, out of 10, I think I'd rate it a solid 9. Ooh. Okay, so that's a pretty highly uh, reviewed movie that we haven't seen the final final version of yet. I know. So. What if they fuck it up? <laughs> I, I hope they don't. I don't think they will. What if they take the whole grocery scene, store scene out at the end? What if she acts? What if she goes in and he leaves and he does all this and she grabs like the can of tomatoes anyway? <laughs> you guys, they're not changing the movie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh right. well. Um, Toby, Connor, thank you for guesting. This yeah, was a thanks, lot of gentlemen. fun. We'll have to have you guys back. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having us, or at yeah. least me. You're welcome, Connor. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, thank you for having us. <laughs> so uh, what's next, Jake? Well, uh, we're going to be reading some books in the next couple weeks. Uh, we're covering Batman Officer Down next week, guys. Oh, wait. I don't know what order this stuff comes out in. Yeah, that's next. We're going to do release this first. Okay. For the Brotherhood of Batman, I am Ben, your sunshine into the DC universe and the baby brother. I'm Jake. I'm the middle brother. And uh, we're going to get back to some books soon. And I'm Aaron. I'm the old side of us. I'll clean this up. Thanks for listening. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining us. And uh, go see the movie if you haven't. It's worth a, it's worth a watch. Wait, what did we learn, Aaron? Oh, well, I was wondering if you did, but that's okay. Oh, we got to go back in time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm Jake, I'm the the middle brother There's uh, not a filter strong enough for that (gasps) Bye Bye Bye